Week one of the primetime matchups for college football are starting. A lot of draft prospects in these games. Notre Dame, they might have a few. Georgia, yeah, they probably have a couple as well. Oregon, always coming at you. There is plenty to go around as we get ready. Oh, and I cannot forget, of course, the Ohio State. We're going to talk about these games, these matchups, and a little bit more today on Locked On NFL Draft. You are locked on NFL Draft. Your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Locked On NFL Draft Show. I am your host, Former NFL and AFL defensive back Eric Crocker. And of course, as always, I'm joined by my co-host Ryan Tracy and got John Harris here. You know, you guys can follow us on social media as well. We're all on Twitter at jharrisfootball, at Ryan Tracy NFL, and at Eric underscore Crocker. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day and also let you know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster so post your job for free at linkedin.com backslash locked on nfl all right y'all so we finally get to talk about some meaningful college football play i'm excited about this especially got some big time matchups starting off out the gate and uh Notre dame against ohio state i'm pretty sure there's some uh, a lot of prospects that are draft eligible that are going to be playing in that game so john harris who's some of the guys that you're looking to watch well, I got three prospects to watch in this one. My number three overall in the Harris 100 is C.J. Stroud, quarterback of Ohio State. I mean, he's been fabulous. And when I went through my, my, uh, my top ten with you, Eric, you know, Ryan wasn't there, and I came up with a player comp. My Harris 100 will be dropping September 1 at your Harris football. Check it out. Um, and C.J. Stroud ended up at number three. And number eight was Jackson Smith and Jigba. With both of you told me last week that I was in the wrong for not having uh, Keishon Butte from LSU. Now, LSU's going to get a nice little test from Florida State. They had a solid ball game last week against Duquesne. Um, but Florida State's got a transfer from Albany who's pretty good, could change things on the defensive side. So I'm curious to see that. Um, I had Jackson Smith and Jigba at number eight. I'm staying with it. I'm sticking with it because I'm stubborn. Um, but one player for Notre Dame, the highest rated player that I have on the Notre Dame side, is tight end Michael Meyer. And I. You know, it's interesting because you watch him, you see him at number 87. The first thing you think about is, oh, that's Gronk. You know, that's Gronk. And it's like, man, hey, Gronk's the greatest to ever play at the tight end position. And the player I comped him to was TJ Hawkinson. So those three players um, are the, the three top prospects that I have. But this is one of those games in which I got them all throughout. But those are the top three I have, CJ Stroud, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and Michael Meyer, the tight end from out of Notre Dame. There are three of the top nine that I have in the Harris 100. Well, where do you have Paris Johnson? Because he's a big guy. Ah. He's been playing guard, uh, but he's switching over to offensive tackle. And people have him as arguably the best tackle in this class. So uh, where do you foresee him kind of landing in your top 100? Well, I got him right now at number 15. I think that's the spot where I've got him. Of course, I have the Harris 100 up at all times because I get asked this a lot. I take it back. 17. 15, 17. Okay, well, yeah, that's still pretty high. It's all it's all the same, right? I mean, Kenyon Green with 15, Zion Johnson with 17. You know, one guard, another guard. Um, but Paris Johnson, 17. And there are two things about that, Eric. Number one, I think Paris Johnson 
17, he's number one OT on my board, but he's got a lot to prove because he's playing offensive tackle for the first time where he's been inside, he's been at guard, and he's heavy-handed, he's powerful, but now he's stepping outside, out wide. The second thing about it is he's going to face Isaiah Foskey, who I think is the best Notre Dame player out on the edge at 6'4", 6'5", 255, 260 pounds. Went to De La Salle up in NoCal. That's a great, tremendous high school. So Foskey has gone to Notre Dame, got better and better and better. And Notre Dame uses him a lot of different spots. But I'll be, I'll be dialed in when Foskey, wearing seven, is going against 77 Paris Johnson. I think that is the best draft matchup in this game. I don't know how often they'll match up. Foskey might play weak, strong. He might play left, right. He might actually stack, uh, play a stack backer a little bit too. There are a lot of things that, that Marcus Freeman did with Foskey. So they may not directly go one-on-one. But when they do, Foskey v. Johnson is going to be one heck of a matchup for sure. I hope they do because Foskey's my number one guy to watch in this ballgame because I do want to see that head-to-head. And I don't know what you think, but if, if they shy away from the matchup, that's going to bother me for both yeah. those guys, but particularly for Foskey because I think he's got to take that step forward. And if this is the best you're going to see, which could be the best he sees all season long, I need to see it head-to-head. I can't see any shying away. So that's that's one guy on there. I like Jack Kaiser. I want to see what he can do as well for that defense. I am a little bit focused on the defense here, but, you know, we'll see what happens for uh, the Notre Dame offense as well. Yeah, no doubt. I think one guy to watch, and, of course, this strikes at defensive back hearts on the uh, left side of the screen here between myself and Eric Crocker. But don't forget about Brandon Joseph, the Northwestern transfer who was one of the, the nation's leader in interceptions as a true freshman at Northwestern. Was kind of banged up a little bit last year. It didn't all come together, and he decided to transfer over to Notre Dame. Now, he's got great ball skills. He's got tremendous ball skills. I mean, he showed that playing uh, at Northwestern. He's from College Station, Texas, so you know about him a little bit from high school. He's got great ball skills, but he's not a great tackler. And if there is an offense that you, you don't want to be a bad tackler against, it's this Ohio State crew. Because they've got Travion Henderson running back as a true sophomore. I think will be a top 15 candidate next year. they got Mayan Williams, who is like 5'6 and about 230. And trying to tackle him is like hitting a, a, a tank. So if you're not a good tackler against those two, they can embarrass you. They ain't got speed, but be the power. They can absolutely blow you up. And I think Brandon Joseph's got a lot to prove as a safety for Notre Dame in his first start for the Irish. One last guy that I'm really intrigued to see with on the offensive side of the ball for Ohio State is Marvin Harrison. How far can junior become closer to senior? I'll be watching him quite a bit as well. Yeah, great player to watch. I don't know if he's draft eligible, but he will be either this year or next year. So terrific prospect there. Uh, Great lineage there when you talk about the bloodlines with his dad and what he did in the NFL. And he's actually bigger than his dad. So got a little bit better genes there. A guy that's going to really hit the ground running there. We watched him finally get an opportunity in the Rose Bowl. And he did not disappoint him and Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba both went off in that big time matchup. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some more prospects from the Georgia Oregon game. Who should you be watching? We're going to get to that and more. But first, I want to talk to you about the good folks over at LinkedIn. And as you gear up this fall, you need to find the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. All right, create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. 
at your job and the people hiring frame to your uh, LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools uh, like screening questions, making it easier to focus on the candidates uh, with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs as number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors, all right? LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And do you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We also want to let you know that, you know, this show is brought to you by Prize Picks. And uh, if you prefer daily fantasy, which I do, all right, Prize Picks is the place for you. And right now, they have everything that you need. All right, you're going to pick two to five players, and if they will go score more or less than your Prize Picks projections, you can win up to 10 times the money that you deposit on any entry. There's no competing against other people, it's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. That's including NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA college football, men's basketball, women's basketball, soccer. They have every sport that you need, including tennis, MMA, boxing, all that good stuff. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's super easy to use. It's safe, and the withdrawals are extremely fast as well. They're currently operating in over 30 states and also our partners above the border north there. You got Canada. You can get it there as well. Download the Prize Picks app right now or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play da- daily fantasy sports. All right, first time users, you can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with the promo code locked on. So if you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. So you got $200 to play with. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. So now you got $100, all right? So don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. I want to thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, man, you got Locked On 49ers, you got Locked On Chiefs. And uh, make sure you tune into those shows with myself and Ryan Tracy as well. All right, guys, let's get into this Georgia versus Oregon game. And uh, interesting, you know, I love talking about the quarterbacks as well. You got Bo Nix. He travels from Auburn West to the Pacific Northwest, goes to Oregon, but he can't escape the SEC. First game he's playing against Georgia. Uh, That's a player I'm really excited to see because, I mean, we're talking about someone who started to develop a little bit more as he went on last season. He wasn't just this runaround guy. He was a person that was playing a little bit more from the pocket, a little bit more comfortable, trying to run the offense, dealt with some injuries here and there. But overall, I thought that was probably his best year. So you see kind of development going on there. Can he continue that? Uh, John, what players are you interested to see? Well, of course, Bo Nix, like you said, I I think that's going to help Oregon a little bit, the fact that he's seen that defense or a version of that defense before. It also helps that Oregon's head coach, was Georgia's defensive coordinator last year, so he knows a little bit of that personnel. But offensively for Oregon, I think it's on the interior. T.J. Bass, offensive lineman, interior guy, a little bit banged up right now. Don't know if he's going to play. Alex Forsyth at center, a guy that's played a lot of football at Oregon. So they're a little bit better in the interior. But where Oregon lost some dudes were the ball carries. They lost Travis Dye. They lost C.J. Verdell. 
those were two guys that really made an impact in that win last year at Ohio State in week two. They're not going to have those guys. And then you got the Georgia side of things on defense. Yes, they're, they're, all those first-round draft picks are gone, but they still have Jalen Carter, number four overall in the Harris 100. Absolute stud. Complete stud. But I'm going to say something that's going to sound blasphemous to people in the SEC because you guys know how SEC fans are. Everything they do is the best. You can never say anything else is the best, especially what I'm about to say from some group in the Pac-12. But if number 10, Justin Flo, is fully healthy, Noah Sewell and Justin Flo are the best linebacking duo in the entire country. They are 250 pounds plus. They run. They hit. It's the best linebacking duo in the country as long as Justin Flo from out of Upland, California, is healthy. In the one game he played last year against Fresno State, he had 14 tackles, forced uh, a forced fumble. He knocked one dude out of the game. This is a physical specimen, but he's got to be on the field to play. One in ten for Oregon on the defensive side, the best linebacking duo in the country. And, yes, SEC fans, I just said that. There is <laughs> another player him. that a lot of people aren't really focused on, the transfer from Colorado to Oregon, cornerback. Uh, 6'2", 200 pounds, Christian Gonzalez, super athlete. We're talking about a track athlete, runs in the low 10s in a 100-meter dash, uh, physical freak. From that standpoint, sister has kind of been shown on hard knocks a little bit. She's with the uh, Blau? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that his name, the quarterback? Yeah, David so Blau. Yeah, the yeah, sister kind of running around the David track. David Blau, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, big-time potential there for a cornerback who a lot of people haven't been talking about. But 6'2", 200 pounds, fluid athlete. Runs extremely fast. Another player I'll definitely be watching on the Oregon side of the ball. They're going to need both of them because they're going to have to slow down Bowers at some point, right? The offense <laughs> oh. has to flow through him. Or Sessibetta is not going to survive very long, I don't think so. So the question is going to be, what's that matchup going to be? Are you going to bring in maybe a speedy like corner type that you think you can match with him? Do you want to try to rough yes. him up and try to keep him in the box? Let Sewell and Flo try to attack that? I don't know. I'll be interested to see what the concept is and then see if there's anybody who can slow him down. I think you have to treat Bowers like a receiver. I think if you don't, you'll get worked because they've got Darnell Washington who's going to be the inline wide. Now, where it gets interesting is how much, if at all, Eric Gilbert is probably the biggest enigma in college sports. Like, <laughs> nobody knows, like, what Eric Gilbert is, is going to do. I mean, he just had a car accident the other day. Now, apparently he's okay. But he missed last year with, with, with an injury or, or something. At LSU in 2020 – he showed some things, but it was just kind of a – he was this five-star, but he's touting him to be the next guy, and he hasn't been because he just hasn't been on the field. But if Gilbert's on the field, that's where it gets interesting. But to me, to your point, Eric, about uh, Gonzalez, I think where Bowers is detached, that's got to be a matchup. You cannot put a safety – you cannot put a safety on Bowers or have 10 catches. Stetson Bennett <laughs> is just going to go there all day long – and to your point, Eric, Gonzalez, not the only corner. Kaylee Ringo, the corner for Georgia, number five on the other side. He's actually from the pack Northwest, coming, you know, taking on a team from that area. Kaylee Ringo, big-time football player with a lot of experience. Gonzalez, a transfer from Colorado. I'm excited to see him in, in, uh, in Duck Green. But there's some prospects in this game. And the high, one of the highest rated in uh, – we haven't even talked about – Brandon Dorless, number three, inside – Guy can play anywhere from, you know, five technique to five technique. Can play up and down the line of scrimmage. There's no Kayvon Thibodeau. 
But Brandon Dorless, number three, can be disruptive as all get out. I love him. I have him in my top 25, and a lot of people are sort of sleeping on him. I think Dorless is an absolute player for Oregon's defense. Yeah, Bowers, big time tied in there. A lot of people like Washington, and Bowers just came on storms, and I felt like as it pertains to pass catchers over there at Georgia, he might have been the best pass catcher. And that was with George Pickens on the team, but he was the most dynamic player there. Obviously, George Pickens missed a lot of time. They also had Jermaine Burton. He transferred over to Alabama, so we'll see how he does over there. Coming up next, we got either or. We're going to dive into some good stuff there, but... Y'all know, man, it's time to talk to you about our good friends over at Dave. And uh, level with me here. We've all been in this situation at some point in our lives when, you know, we need a little help because we're tight on cash. Maybe you can't afford a few dollars of gas, right? We know gas can be pretty expensive right now. Or you got this date, but you can't afford a gift. Well, that's where Dave comes in. If you've been leaving paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful, especially when unexpected expenses come up. Dave can help you get out of that pinch when you really need it. Hindsight is 2020 and you can't change the past, but what if you could get a little help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little bit of cash. All right, Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on some bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been really stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest. There's no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need and extra cash. So if you are in a pinch and you need some help, Download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from your future self. All right, download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for the Extra Cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member of the FDIC. Your future you. Well, thank you. All right, John. Either or. It's one of my favorite times of the week with John Harris. So uh, lay it on this, man. All right. So, Eric, you locked on uh, 49ers. Ryan, you locked on Chiefs. The Raiders today cut Alex Leatherwood, and they traded Trayvon Mullen. They were two high draft picks. Leatherwood was a first. Mullen was a second back in 2019. For your teams... Would you sign and, and because I saw your offensive line up close last week, Eric Crocker, I'm making Leatherwood a guard. So, Eric Crocker, you start. Will I you, think you definitely have to think about it, Will you take either Leatherwood or are you taking Mullen for your roster? You definitely have to think about it. I think the tough thing is when you look at the guard position, you're a first-round pick, and they're just like, we, we can't even play. Like, we gave you one year? Yeah. And you couldn't do anything with it, I gotta go Mullen, cornerback. Okay. And not just because, you know, I like cornerback position, but you can always use depth. You can always use an extra cover guy. And maybe he can't be the one, two, or three on the Raiders. Maybe he can't be the one, two, or three on the 49ers. But if you can be that fourth guy, that fifth guy, that kind of helps when you just have some injuries that undoubtedly have bit the 49ers in the butt, especially in the secondary, you gotta go with Trayvon Mullen. All right, Eric, I gotta stick with you for just a second because I did see your team up close. Is it just me, or are those two positions the one that could determine the fate? Obviously, outside of Trey Lance. Interior offensive line, guard, and corner, are those two positions that you look at and go, man, we got to shore that up as we go through this season, or do you feel pretty good about those spots? 
I think you feel good about it. You know, in the Texans game, they didn't have their starting corners out there. There was no Traverius Ward, who they just got from Kansas City. Right, right. Uh, there was no Emmanuel Mosley, and I think he's one of the more underrated cornerbacks in the NFL. And then when you look at the offensive line, there was no Trent Williams out there, who's your starting left tackle. There was no uh, the center that they have, Jake Brindell, or your right tackle with Mike McGlinchey. So I think once you get those guys back and they're ready to go, uh, I think that helps your young guards who yeah. the guards are rookies. So right. they're going to kind of take their lumps, but having, you know, uh, Trent Williams on the side of you, as opposed to Jalen Moore, who was just, I mean, completely whiffing. It was so bad. Uh, yeah. I think you go into week one, a little bit more confident. Oh, I'd love seeing Jalen Moore whiff. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, but not really. Trey Lance didn't. That's for sure. Oh man. He had Debo <laughs> on the, on the over route wide open on the one he got sacked. I was watching Debo the whole way. Debo was wide open. He walks in the end zone. There's nobody within 20 yards of him at that point. Ryan Tracy, Chiefs, you have an opportunity to grab a former Raider, which I'm sure you love. Alex Leatherwood, I'll let you play him at guard or tackle or Trayvon Mullen in the corner. Who's it going to be? You know, I'm not sure Mullen could make the five spot on the corner group in Kansas City. Uh, They are taking three rookies onto this roster. Obviously, Trent McDuffie, the first-round pick, but also with Josh Williams. And my guy Jalen Watson, a seventh-round pick, has made this roster and improved. I'm not sure Mullen can beat him out, I got to tell you. So the question becomes, he can't play guard, but can Alex Ledwood actually hold up a tackle? Because they could use some death on the outside. It looks like Derrick Kennard's going to have to kick inside for the Kansas City Chiefs to be the backup to Trey Smith and Joe Tooney. So I would have to go Leatherwood. not giving him a huge bonus, but I'm bringing him in. Leatherwood and Kennard battling to back up Trey Smith. Oh, man, SEC fans, that's just you just you just tied knots all in <laughs> SEC fans with that little triumvirate of SEC interior players. Okay, this one, not really about the draft. But, Ryan, we'll start with you. Which one has a higher level of stupidity for a head football coach? Either not putting out a depth chart before your game, or a surprise onside kick up 11 in the middle of the third quarter. Ryan Tracy, which one is it? These are preseason games, right? <laughs> I mean, he's talking about college football. He's talking about Nebraska. I'm talking about college football. I'm talking about North. Oh, Nebraska. the for, Okay, all right. All oh, right. Scott Frost, and then well, I got something to say about Scott. Frost. You mean the ex Scott Frost, the ex Nebraska? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. we're going down that road, right? I, I don't know. You you can pick your choose, but the, the lineup ain't going to cost anybody, right? Decision making in game will. Right. So you have to go with that onside kick. I just had to bring it up because I think Steve Sarkeesian, this whole no depth chart thing before the game, I think is the biggest load of just nonsense ever. Like, we all know you're starting Quinn Ewers and at quarterback, and at that point, do we really care about who else is going to start? We'll, we'll figure it out as well, you play. I don't I, get it. I think the dumber thing is that the coach didn't make the, the, the announcement, right? It, it was the, the under-under press secretary that decided to let it, that little piece of information out. So there's your, there's your dumb move. Yeah, it's the uh, University of Texas. Eric Crocker, do we know the answer? Surprise onside or no depth chart release before the game? I know the surprise onside was kind of bad, but I actually like the thoughts of that. Like, just trying to catch a team off guard. Okay, you go up two scores, and let's see if we can really get them to put our foots on the throw. Unfortunately, they did it, and they ended up losing. So when something like that happens and backfires to that extent, everyone is going to pile on you. I think Scott Frost, just in general, his biggest issue – 
he's lost all the close games. Yep. And you can't keep losing close games because ultimately I think it comes down to you. And maybe you're just not a good coach. So that's a little unfortunate, but I actually kind of like that decision. The whole depth chart thing I think is a little weird because at the end of the day, when it comes to Texas, the, the people in Texas that are rooting for the Longhorns over there, uh, they already probably know who the starters are. And I think for people on the outside like us who are looking at the game, well, we know B. John Robinson is going to be playing. We know Quinn Ewers is going to be playing. We know Xavier Worthy is going to be playing receiver. Those are the main guys that matter the most. So, uh, right. you know, no depth chart. It's a little silly in my opinion. Okay. Eric, last one. Sneakier hot game on Saturday. Week one, college football. Can't believe it's back. So excited. At 2.30, well, Central Time, you've got Cincinnati going to Arkansas. At Woo, 6 o'clock. Pig six, suey. Oh, I should have known. <laughs> but the other side of this, either Cincinnati at Arkansas or Utah at Florida, what's a sneakier, hot matchup on Saturday? Cincinnati, Arkansas. Utah at Florida. Listen, you know, I, I live in Arkansas. I'm turning into a Razorback fan just a little bit, but it's got to be Utah, Florida. You know, Utah, they typically are good, and they are yeah. a team that's going to compete. We watched them again last year, Rose Bowl. You watched them against Ohio State. That was an amazing game. It was a shootout. Utah took them down to the wire. I mean, just amazing. I love the way they competed. I think they're going to go to Florida. I think they're going to compete just as well. So I think out of being a sneaky game, I don't even know if it's sneaky. I yeah. think that's a good game that a lot of people should be paying attention to. I have to agree with you. They have two of the sneakier um, <laughs> quarterback positions that may actually make up some ground in the national thought process. So yeah. I'm there for that ball game. Yeah, Anthony Richardson for Florida uh, has got a lot of tools. And Cam Rising from Utah just finds ways to do things very well. And oh, by the way, he was a University of Texas transfer. He gets away. He just goes to Utah and takes that team to the Rose Bowl. Meanwhile, Texas, well, I don't want to get into that. That would just be bullying at that point. But that's going to be a very good game. And I know Eric Crocker, having played defensive back, you will love, if you haven't seen him, Clark Phillips III for Utah. I think he might be my highest-rated nickel that I have in the Harris 100. I think I have him in the 30 range. Clark Phillips, he'll be wearing number one this year. That dude is all over the place. He's got some Mike Hilton sort of uh, little man complex where he's going to make you pay because he's 5'10", 5'9", uh, but he's going to be making plays. Clark Phillips, I'm looking forward to seeing him play. That's awesome, man. Looking forward to a lot of these games uh, this weekend. But that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On NFL Draft. We want to thank you for making us Locked On NFL Draft your first listen of the day. Now, for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Locked On Podcast Network plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you find your podcast. But that's going to do it for us. We'll see you all tomorrow when we have Rob Rang with us. Peace.